you're listening to Mysteries Beyond. What mysteries lie beyond the reach of our senses? And who are you in this vast multiverse? Hello, and welcome to Mysteries Beyond. I'm your host, Laura Lavender. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about the Shadow Self, which I thought was appropriate because next Friday is the next new moon, and if you're listening to this episode before then, then it's perfect timing to do some shadow work, if you're up and ready for it. But I'm getting a little ahead of myself. Okay, so what is the Shadow Self? The Shadow Self is a concept developed by psychologist Carl Jung. It's everything that you try to hide and suppress. So it's all of your fears, all of your traumas, your pain. It's the things that we don't want to accept or face. It's also the things that can be considered as harmful and that prevent us from growing and moving forward. It's what we try to hide from others and ourselves. Our dark side, if you will. It's what causes an imbalance within us. Some examples of the shadow self are greed, rage, jealousy, our animalistic nature regarding our sexual desires. But it's not all quote-unquote negative aspects. It's also some of the positive ones that get cast aside to our shadow. Positive traits such as ambition, drive, passion, competitiveness, the ability to speak up and stand up for yourself, the ability to say no, so assertiveness. For example, how many of you have ever been in a situation where someone asks you for a favor, especially on a certain day, and you would like to say no because maybe you feel you've already got enough on your plate that day? But because you were taught growing up that saying no when someone asks you for help is rude, or because you feel bad for them, you say yes instead. Perhaps it's previous experiences from when you were younger, that the one time you said no, people made you feel shunned out, and because you haven't healed from that yet, you feel committed to say yes. Well, that positive trait of assertiveness got shoved over into your shadow side. And now, because you've said yes, it's causing trouble into your own life. Because now, you're experiencing stress, anxiety, and it's causing health issues. This happens all the time. What if you're a person who likes to express themselves artistically? But because of that one incident, when you were really excited to share your drawing or your craft to someone, that person ridiculed it. And since then, you've suppressed your creativity. Our shadow begins to form since we're children. And if we don't learn to heal from it, as adults, we can experience something called shadow projection. So, for a while, before I began on my path of spirituality, I would get triggered by slow people. What I mean by that is peers of mine 
who, for example, had the capacity to learn a new task fast, but didn't grasp it the first time. It would upset me, and I would roll my eyes and think to myself, this is so dumb. Is this person really this dumb, or are they faking it? I don't want to be in their group project. Get them out of my sight. This person frustrates me. I know. Those are not nice or kind thoughts. The me rolling my eyes and having that inner dialogue was a form of a shadow projection. It's that unconscious part of us that is many times projected out. I know now that me reacting that way was because my inner child needed to be healed. When I was in elementary school, I had a really hard time with math. More specifically, math word problems. My mom was usually the one who would do all the cleaning, all the cooking, and all the homework with me and my brother, aside from working a full-time job. So I understand now if she was usually tired. And when it came to doing math word problems, I was a little lazy about it because I didn't want to read them, and I would probably cause my own mental blocks because it's in my nature to be stubborn. So my mom would stand next to me and repeat the same questions over and over, and I continued to not grasp that concept. So we would argue back and forth. I would cry, and then there was also a language barrier too, which only exacerbated the whole situation. So it was just a horrible experience for the both of us. So, flash forward a couple of years later, the point I'm trying to make is that because I associated that experience of not being able to grasp the concept at the very first time as bad, I shoved it into my shadow side. And whenever I came across people like that, it was as if it was being put in front of my face, in front of myself, to deal with that. You see, it's not that I was annoyed at those people. I was annoyed and I was frustrated with myself because I have those qualities. So, subconsciously, I wasn't seeing them. I was seeing a reflection of myself that I did not want to face or deal with. It's like that quote by Hernan Hesse. If you hate someone, you hate something in them that is a part of yourself. What isn't a part of us doesn't disturb us. So that's what the shadow is. All that is considered bad or immoral by society, all that is frowned upon by your peers, family, and friends, all of the traits that when you first express were shunned and or ridiculed all of the things that we deny, all of the things that we repress into our shadow. I can understand why many of us would try to banish these aspects, but instead we should be trying to understand thyself and connect with it. This is where shadow work comes in. It's an uncomfortable process because facing your shadow can be difficult, because who really likes to admit that they get angry to the point of feeling rage, or that they are jealous or greedy. But we need to connect with it, because otherwise we'll always be stuck 
will always be struggling and it will continue to cause trouble. Learning to integrate the shadow is integrating our human side with the spiritual to become whole and balanced. And this is where acceptance is born. So the first step is to identify your triggers. So you'll have to be observant of yourself. Whenever you get real angry or whenever you get overly emotional, overly sad, and you start to cry, or whenever you get really embarrassed to the point where you can feel your face getting hot and red and you start to perspire, whenever you feel guilt, panic, or any uncomfortable emotion, ask yourself, seriously ask yourself, why am I feeling like this? Why am I feeling this way? Really take the time to explore this feeling. See what answers come up and because you may very well just be bringing your shadow to light. The next step in trying to figure out your shadow is to look out for reoccurring themes. Maybe there's a specific person that triggers you, or maybe it's just that one thing that this person does. Is it just this person? Or is it anyone who does this action that can trigger you? The best way to keep track of all of your discoveries is to keep a shadow work journal. This way it's easier for you to go back and reread everything you jotted down and find patterns. That and, of course, meditation. So that you may sit with your emotions and go deep within yourself. So I would say journaling and meditation. And lastly comes understanding and acceptance. Now, I personally don't believe that you're really ever done with shadow work, but I do believe that there's a lot of progress that can be made. So the purpose of shadow work is not to completely banish all of your negative emotions, but to acknowledge, learn, and accept them. Psychologist Carl Jung believed that an integrated person was not someone who didn't feel anger, guilt, fear, etc., but rather someone who feels all of these things and does not try to punish themselves or deny that they, in fact, do feel this way sometimes. So, again, to quote the Ancient One from the Doctor Strange film, We never lose our demons. We only learn to live above them. Well, guys... That's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. If so, go ahead and subscribe so that you may be notified of all other future episodes. Also, don't forget to check out our website at www.mysteriesbeyond.com and or follow us on social media on Facebook at Mysteries Beyond and or on Instagram at lauralavender.mb. And lastly, if you have any questions or if you have any feedback or if there's anything that you feel like sharing, you can email me at lauralavender.mb at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening to Mysteries Beyond. I'm your host, Laura Lavender, and I'll see you guys next episode. <laughs>